viewers tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads from over 200 countries and your number one source in after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Woo! Oh, yeah! Baby! I've always felt like there's somebody should be, should be rapping on this well, did, theme song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Monday Night Football, guys. MNF, baby. And welcome. 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 We welcome, Tina Cap. We're doing it. Yes, We're doing yes. It. this is first episode of our Monday Night Football after show. I'm Christina Kaplan. I'm joined with my lovely co-host. Thaddeus Massey's in the house. And I'm Steph Z. And this is not an episode. This is week one, baby. Yes, this is week, week one. We gotta keep it on football terms around here. Week one. I know, right? We're still on Hard Knocks <laughs> I know. episodes. Now we're in week one of regular season football. P.S. Just yes. to wrap up that Hard Knocks real quick. Did you see that um, overtime game against yes. the Saints? Go Falcons! Heck yeah! Rise, rise up! up. Look at that, that was. Shit. Rise up. That game. That yeah. was such a great game. Was yeah. Such I was a good game. Matt Ryan. Okay. Beast. Go ahead, Matt. Right? Yeah. Shout he, out he, to you, Matt. He yeah. threw for almost 500 yards. Like, He's, he blew it up. That was awesome. Yeah. yeah. For these guys, it's definitely going to be a question of maintenance and yep. maintaining a, a certain level. Keeping healthy. Yeah. And if they're able to do that, then they should easily just, just slide right into the playoffs. Not, not a problem. And hopefully go on a Super Bowl run. You know, we'll see. You know, it's all, like I said, a matter of maintenance yep. and seeing if they can. Where is the Super Bowl? Stay healthy. They need to stay healthy. Cardinals. Yeah. So we got a little preview of that today. So we had two games tonight. We had the Giants versus the Lions, and we had the Cardinals versus the Chargers. Mm. So let's before we get into this Monday night football, we have to touch on the most widely talked about topic in football right now, which Mm. is Probably in all of sports. Yeah, right now. in all of sports is Ray Rice and the whole domestic assault case. And this new video that has come to light. Uh, what do you guys think about it? Thaddeus, let's start with you. What do you what do you have to say about this whole situation? I think it's a media nightmare for all the publicists, for the organization, for the for the league. It's just a nightmare for everyone. It's a nightmare for Ray Rice. It's him and his new wife's worst nightmare that has come true. It's like, I mean, what can you say? It's just a bad situation. It's a lose-lose situation for everybody. The Ravens have lost a very talented uh, running back that actually helped them win a Super Bowl. Um, and, you know, it's, it's bad PR for the league. It helps reinforce every stereotype about football players, about black men, about all this crap. It's just a, it's just a bunch of crap. It really sucks that it's happening, and it really sucks how the, how the league handled it. The league handled it in a, a not a very good way. He was he was uh, he was suspended for 
two games yeah. when they already knew what was going on. Everybody saw him dragging his fiance out of the elevator. Everybody knew that he knocked her out. Do you really need to see the video in order to suspend him for the whole season or suspend him indefinitely or whatever? It just, it's hypocritical to me. It's just like, oh, it's, it's, it's like saying as long as we don't see things, it actually reinforces the, the bad, the, the bad. It just reinforces like, oh, well, we ha- we don't see it. It's not in our faces. So right. it's okay. Oh, we know about it. It's been brought to the public that now we know about it and we saw something related to it. So we'll suspend it for two games. Oh, it's in our face. So now we have to do something. Right. It's kind of like don't ask, don't tell. Right. And it's, it's all, all it's doing is reinforcing that very same notion of don't ask, don't tell. Like we know whoa, what's going on. Don't say anything. Whoa, 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 we won't do anything whoa. about it. But in the same sense. If in the first place, and I, I think you're saying this too, but in the same, it's the first place, it was like the legal system failed, the NFL failed, the Ravens failed, TMZ won, really is what happened. TMZ got this video. <laughs> TMZ won. I'm, I'm so, like, TMZ wins a lot, actually. They did, yeah. but, they, but they did. Yeah. They get this video, and now this has happened. And it's, you know, we talked about this, we touched on it with some of the things. I think the biggest nightmare about all these penalties and and these you know and I, and I agree like I agree with what a lot with what you said it's it's terrible for his then fiance now wife to have to see this on TV like where is her privacy like did they really need to have this video everywhere in order to suspend him like the fact that the media can do that period just sucks but i mean you know, something had to be done, but there is, there's, there's these things happening with this, you know, whether it be the Clippers and Donald Sterling or Ray Rice now or, or Wes Welker, like there's all these things happening and I feel like there's no standard of rules. Like there's no guideline. They're, they're kind of like figuring it out as they go. Well, here's so the there's, thing. there's no consistency right. in what's happening. And, and I'm glad you mentioned the Donald Sterling thing because that touches upon pretty much the very same thing. It's like, the guys in the league who run the NBA, all the other owners of the league, and the the powers that be in the NBA, you don't think that they knew that Donald Sterling was a freaking racist? Of course they knew. These guys aren't stupid. These guys own this team for how many decades? They right. knew. They're very aware. But now that something comes and could possibly affect their money, now it's an issue, which to me doesn't actually stem back to having an ethical angle or an ethical there, there's no ethical motivation well, it's, but it's all it's all based on monetary gain were you deluded that that's not the way that it worked to begin with yeah but they're hiding behind the mask that it's about ethics and it's not about ethics right. it's about it hurting their 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 Pocket. above the line right. <laughs> or, the perfect, bo- or their bottom line but I the perfect say. example for that is the atlanta hawks owner now coming out releasing on his own uh, emails that he said oh, we need to get more white people in the audience and all of the black people that are coming to our Atlanta Hawks games are scaring away the white people. Right. So he, he, <laughs> that's what yeah, he said. He did. And he, I released, that I did. he released this information on his own in order to sell the team because he saw how much Donald Sterling got for the Clippers. Granted, I don't think the Hawks are worth nearly as much as the Clippers. Well, no, but and still, the city, yeah. But still, it's exactly what Thaddeus said. It's all for monetary gain. Right. So, you know what I mean? So just, just keep it real. Just say, yeah. look... If we keep this guy on the team, we're not going to sell as many jerseys. We're not going to sell as many tickets. We're not going to have as many people watch the game. Our ratings are going to drop. Just keep it real. Yeah. That's what that's what the reality is. 
It's not. It's, it has nothing to do with they. They can. You know, those guys can honestly give a crap if half the team is at home beating their wives behind but closed doors. I was doors. just going to touch on that, but <laughs> but you have somebody like Michael Vick who does some dog shit wrong and people hate him forever. Beating people's wives when it comes to the NFL. That's been like how many NFL players have beaten their wives. And it's gotten out. It, it's not like it happens once. Lots of bad stuff happens yeah. in the NFL, but let's stick to some good stuff. No, I'm just saying. And Monday you know Night I mean? Football. No, I, I, mean, a lot I, of bad I stuff, agree with you A lot you of guys. bad stuff happens in every professional right. sport. Exactly. But just to be keep it real, like, it really does. No, it does, but we are talking about football here. No, of course. <laughs> and let me steer this train back on track <laughs> for Monday Night Football. Woo! And we're we have, all heated up. Yeah, yeah you guys are getting real true. heated over here. We but I talk, love it. We can have a whole after show just on that topic yeah, alone about all of those issues that are in well, the NFL. Yeah, and even real quick, just touch on two and then we're done with this, is <laughs> the whole drug vote that should be happening tomorrow. Uh, I think it, they said tomorrow. And it could actually overturn what happened to like Wells, uh, Wes Welker and, and Josh, Josh Gordon. Gordon. Yeah. yeah, and so it's like all this, like they just don't, they're just like steering a ship and they have no idea what's ahead in the waters. That's- you know what I mean? That to me is the biggest yeah. You, you know who flag. else didn't have any idea what was ahead in the waters? Eli Our boy Manning. Eli Manning. <laughs> <laughs> I knew she was going to say that. Poor guy. He <laughs> continues to struggle through two interceptions tonight in the yeah. loss to the, the Lions. They lost 35 yeah. to 14. He and he's now, let me just drop a little stat for you. Since 2010, he's now thrown 85 interceptions. Yeah. I mean, last year he led the league in interceptions. Do you guys think, Steph, I'll start with you, do you think that Eli will ever return to his Super Bowl form? Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, I want to say yes. As a, as a New Yorker, as a Jets fan, I'm not one of those Jets fans that hates the Giants, so I do follow the Giants. Um, I do think I think he has a chance. I think it's a little bit too early to judge. He has a whole new offensive line, right. pretty much. He's got new receivers. Victor Cruz did not show up for this game. So what he's used to, I mean, everything from calling the plays to the play signs, with the new offensive coordinator, like there's so much new for him right now that I would hesitate to say that he's not smart enough to to take all this and use it for positive, and we might see some changes for him in the future. Um, I've also seen him slump for season after season after season. So, like, I want to be positive about it, and but I'm not. I'm not sure at this point. Yeah, Thaddeus, what do you think about Manning? <sighs> brother, um, his re- brother is Peyton. Yeah, <laughs> the better between. You know what I'm say? I'm gonna say something very controversial right now when it comes mm-hmm. to Eli Manning. Okay, let's hear it. <laughs> it has nothing to do with his actual gameplay because the guy is actually a phenomenal athlete. He comes from quarterback stock, you know, whatever. We already know the Archie, Manning, Peyton, you know, whatever thing that, of course, runs through his bloodline. And he's all that and then some has two Super Bowl rings, blah, 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 whatever. But I've had an issue with this guy ever since (laughs) he came into the league and how he got into the league. And everybody tends to overlook that, I guess, because, you know, I guess people are sheeple instead of just looking. They look at whatever – is in front of their face. But, I mean, he should be a charger. That's that's what I look, that's how I look at it. Like, Eli Manning, he was supposed to get drafted to the Chargers. And I don't know any other players that actually say, you know what, I don't want to play for that team. They suck. I'm not going there. And then they didn't go. I don't know any. I've never heard of that before in my life. And that's what happened. It was, it, it just felt like 
a temper tantrum type of thing. And they were like, oh, okay, well, he doesn't want to play there. So, well, where do you want to go, Eli? Where do you and your dad want to send you? So maybe this and is karma. Karma? He's got two rings. Yeah, he can retire right now and go to the Hall of Fame. True. I don't know about that. You really think he's a Hall of Famer already? He, he's going to the Hall of Fame. Uh, Manning. He has two Super Bowl rings. So. He's had more Super Bowl rings than his brother, who's undoubtedly going to the Hall of Fame. Right. Which was interesting because in the second game, not to jump to it, with the Chargers, they compared Rivers to Peyton Manning a few times. Oh, they did? I yeah. didn't hear yeah. that. Yeah, so it was very... Uh, it's a whole full circle we got going here. Well, another issue for Eli is he doesn't really have a lot to work with on that offense. Right. Like you said, Steph, Victor Cruz didn't really show up for that game. No. Who else do they have? They have Randall. They have uh, Donnell, Donnell, the new tight mm-hmm. end. Yeah, mm-hmm. he, he showed up. Jernigan, he played well. And Jernigan. Yeah, and that's so, much out of those guys, I mean, who do you see stepping up in that offense? Because Victor Cruz can't do it by himself. I mean, he can't. They need to establish the run. I mean, any good offense, you need to right. establish the run and get your running game going. And I'm, I'm not really sure that they they weren't really able to establish a strong running no, game. No, they Rashad Jennings had a decent game, but the Lions' defense was able to shut him down every time. He ran right. straight up the middle right into Ndamukong Sue. Right. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's like you said, they need to establish a better running game. They do. And that also, you know, that always, always helps open up the pass. Uh, it's just... You know, it, 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 it didn't really appear that he had a like, great protection either. I'm just no, he yeah. didn't. Uh, and, and you can say, oh well, maybe because guys weren't getting open, maybe they were covered, so he needed more time to pass the ball. And then you, you know, that's when you say, oh, well, Victor Cruz didn't show up, blah blah blah. But at the same time, it's kind of like you know, give the guy some protection. He needs to be protected a little bit better. Totally you know? right. No, I totally agree with that. But when I say stuff like Victor Cruz didn't show up, like he straight up dropped balls at him in the numbers. Right. Like that's just out of character for him. That guy makes the whole stadium go cruise yeah. you know like yeah. he makes it happen he's yeah. he's usually the guy that for the bad throw because there's pressure picks up the slack and makes it happen for yeah. Manning right. so that wasn't really happening at all but I do think that you know in that with because the Giants new offensive coordinator he's before this he's been with the Packers mm-hmm. for a while he was a Packers tight end coach so and he was then the Packers QB coach so he's got a lot of, like, I think the run game will get better for the Giants. Well, Ben McAdoo, he, that's who you're speaking of, the new yeah. offensive coordinator. He is instilling a West Coast-style offense, which Thaddeus is more of a passing-centric style offense, right? Yeah. As, aside from running. So, tonight, you saw they were trying to get that passing game going, but he just, there was the missteps in, in both Eli and the receivers. You know, right. he just couldn't connect with them, let alone, or, I mean, you know, beside the fact that the Lions' defense had extreme pass rush and they were blitzing, you know, left and right. So there was a lot of pressure on him. You know, he threw two interceptions. There wasn't really anyone to kind of help him out. Just a lot of a lot of things to work on for well, the, the Giants. Let's talk about the Lions, though. Yeah. Well, because the Lions actually, you know, I don't want to like take away from their performance by saying like like oh the Giants didn't play well. That's why the the, the Lions actually balled. They did. They yeah, did a they really good well. job tonight. They played their uh, they played their butts no, off. No, because the Giants defense played great. They played great defense. They had a really good man-to-man coverage. They just 
there's so many weapons on well, the I mean, Lions. Right. I they mean, Calvin Johnson t- had those two touchdowns in the first uh, the first quarter. Right. Just stung him. I know. I mean, you got Matt Stafford throwing across his, like, throwing the opposite Shot side of the field. Yeah. And then, like, Megatron coming across diving and, like, diving. You're in like, the end zone. Yeah. oh, it's going to be that kind of game. But, but <laughs> <laughs> I wanted him to get a hat trick so bad. <laughs> right. So bad. I was like, come on, one more. One more. Right. And he's, he's so good. And you got to give DRC ridiculous. credit for doing that man-to-man coverage on him. Yeah. He had good coverage coverage on Megatron but he I mean I think he is but answer me this is is Megatron just that good Thaddeus that you can't cover him man on man I mean the proof is in the pudding yeah yeah but the guy the guy he is he's just he is that good he's he's really that good you know Calvin Johnson is he's he'll go I think before he retires will definitely go down as one of the greater receivers ever play the game well, he's definitely the number one receiver in the NFL right now. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. So yeah. he's kind of got this arrow on lock. But not only is he that good, his chemistry with Stafford is that good. Yes. Yeah. Like, I don't know that he would be paired up with somebody else. I mean, I know you build chemistry and all that stuff, but they are just like, no matter what's going on, they find each other. You yeah. know what right. I mean? Like, it's, it's, they're good, they're good together. Yeah. They got that good one, two punch. That chemistry so, is like, so let me amazing. ask you guys then. Do you think that Matthew Stafford and Calvin Johnson are the most prolific quarterback receiver duo in the league right now? Mm, no. I mean, tonight. To, uh, they did a really amazing job tonight. They stepped up and, you know, they, they looked phenomenal together. It's but. just, to me, I felt like Matthew Stafford knew exactly where Calvin Johnson was going to be at all times, and he just threw it there and Megatron ha- caught it. It was just. Right. They were just so well like connected. Yeah, yeah, their chemistry was insane, and it, it's it was scary because the rest of that the weapons that they have. Yeah, you know, if that was just the only good, you I'm know, trying to think of other duos right now that are like really like what well, are the duos it, that are like potent. Percy Harvin and and uh, Russell Wilson. I mean, Percy Harvin had a monster game. They yeah. they had good connection, but. But I would take. I, I, would, I would hate to say it, but I would Tom take, Brady and Gronkowski. Uh, yeah, but Brady didn't have that <laughs> great know. of a game. He really didn't. But he have was that great terrible. Of a game. It was awesome. The so. Jets won. The Falcons won, and right. the Patriots lost. That's right. a win weekend for me. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Who are yeah. who's our favorite team? The Jets and whoever's playing the Patriots. Yeah. Pretty much. There you go. <laughs> That's and they hilarious. even lost to the Dolphins, which I'm like I could take. I leave the Dolphins their rival too. But yeah, Tom Brady didn't show up either. Yeah, so that's why I, that's why I think that Stafford Johnson duo is it's up there. It's deadly. And you saw the emergence of Golden Tate in that offense tonight too. Golden I mean, Tate, he was the leading receiver on the Seahawks last year, right. and he was there to prove a point. I think yes, and I think he's a great addition to this team. And he yeah. really made he really made his presence felt in yeah. that offense tonight. Yeah, um, which was exciting. All the way from Seattle. Some other things, you know, with your amazing Lions offense and the <laughs> not so great. Jets defense. Um, Jason Pierre-Paul. Giants, you mean? Not Jets. Oh, Giants, Come yeah. On. <laughs> we know what's on your brain. Jets on the brain. Always. Um, we did have yes. a little scary moment 
with Jason Pierre-Paul. We thought we saw him go down, and he's had a left shoulder problems previously. Yeah. And apparently it was more so they were worried about the neck. Mm-hmm. Um, so they took him off. He went, and he got x-rays on his neck. But he was fine. He came back in the game. But, you know, it was one of those moments where you're like, ah, oh, just it when was, it couldn't get worse. Right. It, it was worse. scary because... In 2011, I believe it was, he had like 16 and a half sacks, and then he kind of struggled, was injured, and hadn't really ever come back to that form. But before going into the season, he said that he had never felt better than he did right now since 2012. So that was definitely a very scary moment, Steph, when JPP went down. I was like, oh, God, just his luck. This guy is just, you know, ready to come out and do some work and... Gets injured, but thankfully, at least as far as we know, he's fine. Who was the favorite yeah. for this game? I think the, the Lions. I think the okay, Lions, yeah, I think yeah. so too. Because I mean, you got uh, Stafford. Yeah. Stafford, uh, you know, outperformed Eli last season, mm-hmm. and um, Bush outperformed. I mean, all the top guys outperformed all their top guys. Let's last talk. Season, so. Let's talk about Stafford though, and Stafford ball tonight. He, but but he looked so good. His mobility and mm-hmm. his speed has improved tremendously this year and they made a point saying that he's really been getting back into shape like you could tell he slimmed down a little bit he's always been a little bit of a chubby bear and i have to say i chubby bear. yes i have a huge she crush on him, him a chubby bear. and i looked him up online today and he's engaged and I, my heart just broke but oh no, she did. Aside from that, she, he is on my fantasy team too, and oh, I bet he's out. on your fantasy team. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> you know my fantasy football fantasy team. team. Oh, Let me clarify. Right, okay. right, right. <laughs> Moving Anyways, along. but yes, no, he looked amazing, and I mean, what what impressed you most about his play tonight, you guys? For me, it was um, his confidence. When he took that ball in the end zone, yep. he didn't just kind of wuss out like many quarterbacks would, which I understand is a safe play there, franchise quarterbacks. I get the whole thing. But he went, he broke the barrier, and he, like, put his shoulder in and, like, went in for the hit was like, no, man, I got this. And yeah. he was, like, there to be like, I'm here, I'm confident, I'm strong, we're going to win. The NFL yeah. needs that because, you, you know, they're they're really trying to wussify the sport. Yep. And, 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 yeah. And – it's like, come on, this is a – they call it the gridiron for a reason. Like, yeah. these guys are in there and it's – you know, they're bruisers. It's, I mean, you, you can't – this is one reason why I love Tim Tebow. And you guys might say, oh, my gosh, he's crazy about no. Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow was a throwback player, okay? This is a guy who, even though he didn't have all the ability and all the talent in the world, he – was a leader and a winner, and he was a throwback. He would put his head down and play football, and that's what this sport needs, and I'm glad that Matt Stafford was able to display that. Right, and case in point about wussifying the league, the Lions had more penalty yards than the Giants had in total yards going into – or at the end of the first half. <laughs> yeah. They call they, – yeah. they're just – so many penalties just called all the time, and I understand that they're trying to – you know, keep the players safe and make sure that, you know, these horrific in- injuries don't happen and try to prevent as much as they can. But I know I know you agree with me, Thaddeus, well, that it's just, it just feels like it's a little too ticky-tack, a little too much. It know? is. It yeah. is. Yeah. They, they want to, you know, protect their investments. Um, at the same time, if they do too much, then what they're going to do is they're going to lose their fan base. See, I, I mean, I'm going to disagree with you both a little bit there. There's a whole nother issue of 
I mean, I get it. It's football. It should be played, but they should figure out people are bigger and stronger than they were there than years ago. Like the average, I, I someone's told me the average lifespan of like an offensive lineman is like forty six or something crazy. Which because people get dumb, you know what I mean? Like the concussions, the amount of stuff that's happening. I get that they've. There's this problem with health that's happening with football players, and they've gone completely to the other extreme. Like, mm-hmm. I agree with you in that, mm-hmm. but there is some, there is something, and I don't know the right answer, but I'm saying there is something to be said about the fact that these guys are getting played, I mean, getting hurt more and more. I mean, look at, look at the lawsuit with the concussions last year. Right. Like, they sued for however many millions of dollars, and the, they came back and they are like, that's not enough money. Right. To right. take, you know what I mean? Like, right. there's clearly things that are happening to these guys. Um, so I feel like there's th- there's another aspect of it too. Do I agree that when I touch you, I shouldn't get called, you know, personal foul? Yes, I right. think. I think again, it's just the NFL really needs to regroup on a lot of levels yeah. and figure out what's okay. Well, I think what they should do is also be a good idea is if they didn't put so much weight on the. <laughs> I mean, this is really going to be difficult for a lot of people to swallow. But if they didn't put so much weight on the sport for athletes to rely on that form of survival or income or career and just actually were concerned more about the athlete, and if they had a certain level of injury, then they had to retire them or they couldn't play. And that doesn't mean the next guy couldn't come and still contribute and have a shot if he was not so dinged up, if you have a guy who's had three major so, concussions yes, over let's, his career. Let's, no, let's then, talk about that. Three concussions in nine months. Wes Welker. What do you think should happen to him? He's done. He's retired. Done forever. Yeah. Not even just like. Yeah, well, you get one some, brain. Not even just take some time yeah. off. Well you, well, you can take as much time off time off as you want. But at the end of the day, your brain has been shook and mo- moved within your skull right. those three times and those side effects and then that collateral damage still remains so it doesn't matter when you come back if you get you know it's like being a boxer you take so many punches yeah. it doesn't take how, how much right. time it doesn't matter how much time you've taken off if you go back then your brain is not like your brain heals like a broken bone it's not the same thing so these guys, like, if they have, like, three major concussions, then it's like you keep that on a strict medical record, you know, and then you just like, yo, you know, you're you're done. Your career is done. And then if if that became more of, of the culture, then these athletes wouldn't put so much weight on making it in that career. They would go to college, get the degree. They would become maybe proficient in a trade that they can actually pursue in something beyond not Football. even not even that. I feel like there's so much money in the organization that if something like that should happen, there be, should be some sort of pension or whatever, and they can stay on the team and coach or have this option. Because, I mean, you think about it. Like, a lot of these guys, a lot of them, number one, do have college degrees. A lot of them are have skills and other stuff. But it's like they eat, sleep breathe football that's all they know it's like taking someone who was an actor all their life and all of a sudden be like okay go get a real job like look at these kid actors they go and do all this crazy shit like it'd be the same thing that would happen right and both of you guys it's the that's a lot the logical thought right you know is what you're saying but it's also more controversial because tons of people are gonna say well why should i have to quit and why should i have to give up on my career just because i had three concussions like it's not that bad blah 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 because they're an idiot then. right that's what i'm saying is yeah. 
what you're saying is smart. Well, somebody who health has three concussions wise. will say that. Yes. <laughs> and <laughs> like, if, you think, if you think in that terms and that, you know, I'm sure there's plenty of medical information proving that, you know, after a certain amount of concussions, just one concussion is bad enough. So what you're saying, what both of you are saying is, like I said, logical, but I don't think it will ever or, happen. Or figure out, like, with all the technology, all the stuff happening right, today. Right, there's no development there's no in helmet way, safety. That's what I'm saying. Like, there there's hasn't no been way, any type of... How, well, that, how is well, there not a way that, like, the helmet... They are developing some technology. They are right now. Right, but why did okay. it take so long? Like, how does that not be, the, I mean, like, it's just what, like the what advancement we can of do technology. in the world right now? Right, but... Well, actually, the, I think the helmets are like being able to assess. They have a helmet that's they're developing that can assess the impact of the force of when somebody actually makes the the contact between players. So it's like the severity so like, like, of re- the concussion. Yeah, it like registers whether or not it would be an actual concussion or register as an actual concussion or the level they're of the pumping hit, out the iPhones every other year. They can like do it. Yeah. they can almost do your laundry and scratch your but back you and put tell me the NFL helmet, can't put the gotta... research into figuring out a helmet so that all this other stuff wouldn't matter. Come on, well, come okay, on let, NFL. Let me ask come you. On. No fun league. Let's ask one more question before we segue yeah. over to the second game. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Do you guys think that the Detroit Lions have a chance of winning the NFC North this year? The they we have, have the a, Packers, the Bears, and the Vikings. Uh, I yes. would say yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. I yep. think Most so, definitely. too. I, I agree, especially after the performance that they put on tonight. I mean, we saw the Packers play against the Seahawks, mm-hmm. and the Seahawks made them look bad. They're not a bad team, but the Seahawks made them look bad. But I still It'll think, be a true testament when the Jets play them this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> I still think that the Bear, I mean, I'm sorry, the Lions just have an overall better team than than every team in the NFC North. And I think they have a chance in the NFC Championship. Right. I mean, who are they going to go up against? Maybe the 49ers, but they've been struggling. I don't know. I I think I I mean, we're in week one. I know, but I know maybe I'm jumping the gun, but I just feel like... I just feel like as long as they can stay healthy, this team looks really good. Yeah, you know. Yeah, we'll see. We will. We will. I have a lot of hopes for the for the for the Lions. I really do. I do too because I really like I said. I mean, everyone knows I love Matthew Stafford, but that whole team in general, I just I I really like that team. I think that first run that Reggie had at the beginning of the game was like I was like, oh, it's gonna be that kind of game. They shut him down though. I'm so upset because I had him on my fantasy team too, and he got me five points. They shut the Giants shut down that run game. Yeah. Kind they, of. they got a couple good ones, but that was it. Then they made some adjustments, and they were fine. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Just okay. So, 35 to 14, fine. Right, exactly. I mean, not, they like, didn't need any run Reggie game. Bush, and, fine. Yeah. So let's talk, about, we, let's talk about our predictions for that game. Who did, who did you pick uh, for that game, Steph, to win that? Who did I pick to win before the really, game? Before the game. Oh, I picked the Lions. Did I, you? Yeah. I wanted the Giants to win, but I thought the Lions would. Okay. I had the Lions you? as well. And, but, yeah, we got to do predictions, like, so yeah. Keep a record. So in this, keep a record, guys. We should keep a thing. Yeah. So in this next game, I predicted obviously that my Chargers would win, which I was wrong. Um, <laughs> I did you guys predict to win? I didn't. I wouldn't really put that much thought into it, but I probably would have rooted for the Cardinals just because I know we play the Chargers in a couple weeks. Rude. 
I hey man, she said rude. Thaddeus, who'd you choose? Um, I didn't actually pick on this game but either. But if you would have, if I would have, I probably would have picked the Cardinals as well. <laughs> I think um, you guys are crazy. Well, the Cardinals. They won. did. They won <laughs> barely. Barely. They barely, barely, barely squeaked to out. But that just goes to show you how close of a game it turned out to be. And right. It was a flip of a coin type of game. And it was the sloppiest first half I feel like I've seen in a while. Both teams just, I mean, it was really a game of, are you guys even listening to me? Of course we are. What are you talking about? So, come on. Trying to to drop some knowledge right now. Yeah, we're looking at knowledge too. It was a game of defense. Both defenses played so good. And the Cardinals, they lost Carlos Dansby. They lost uh, Daryl Washington and Darnell Dockett. Three of their, you know, biggest performers last year. But Ellington was back. No, but I'm talking about their defense oh. first. Their defense did not look like they lost anyone. I right. felt like they were just, it was just pr- constant pressure on the Chargers. Constant yeah. pressure the yeah. entire game. Their defense, so, okay, the Cardinals defense was ranked sixth in the NFL last year. Do you guys think this defense is going to be a top ten defense again this year? Most definitely. And you know what they mm-hmm. say, uh, defense uh, offense wins games, defense wins championships, yep. and you saw that with yep. the uh, Legion of Boom. Well, who was the only team to beat the Legion of Boom? The Cardinals. <sighs> That's right. Yes, yeah, so. That's right. And, and Thus the, yes. Exactly. The, my, well, that's why my subconscious would have picked yes. the Cardinals. You knew that. Oh, you knew yeah. that. You <laughs> thought I was trying to trick you or something, Shit. you know? Whatever, yeah. dude. <laughs> yeah. No, but uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, moving foot, along. Foot, foot. What was his first name? I don't know, but his last name was Foot. F O O T E. Yeah. Played so good. Yeah. His coverage, his man to man, his pass, like just everything. He, I think he was probably their uh, top player on the Cardinals defense in that game. Yeah. Definitely. But um, what about the Chargers defense? They played. They played well. Uh, the they, Chargers. They, I mean, play, they played well, but they looked like they almost. I don't know. I feel like this was one of those games where, because it was so much defense, it became a question of stamina yeah. and like conditioning. And I feel like, with that said, it's not that much of a fair assessment because these guys haven't taken this many snaps, you know, in, mm-hmm. in a really long time. Right. So what we see tonight in a type situation game like this, I mean, like in the Lions-Giants game, like you got Stafford and Johnson, you got stuff that's happening that's like, oh, they already yeah. got their chemistry, watch out. But right. like stuff like this where you're like, they're tired, they'll get better, you know, know who's like fatigued and not able to make that key play because they are not conditioned. So I feel like there's couple different elements of, of that for this well, so, highly defensive game. Right, totally. And so if we, we flip over to the offensive side, um, Carson Palmer, do you think that he <sighs> proved that he can lead the team tonight? Um, I think so. I, you know, Car- Carson has always been a leader, and I think yeah. he's going to be able to, 2002 you know. Heisman winner, USC, fight on. Yeah. Yeah. Sanchez came from USC. Don't get too, don't right, get too excited about right. this. I know, I know. I mean, what was the last good thing that came from SC to the NFL? Reggie Palmer. Bush. Reggie Bush. Yeah, Reggie's had an up and down career too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of been a little, it's kind of been a little, uh, and, what do you call it, bittersweet. Right, and his Heisman was stripped. I think they so. gave it back to him, though, didn't they? I they, don't think so. Yeah, they gave it back to they him. Did? I think. I think he might be right. I think mm-hmm. they gave it back yeah. to him. 
Good. They were like, it exonerated him of all the nonsense, and they were like, yeah, okay, because OJ Simpson never got his uh, Heisman strip. Oh so. man, we've covered it all tonight. I know we? we're really getting from like one <laughs> one controversial topic to the next. So let's just forget about that. Let's that I even said on. anything about OJ? Yes. Okay. So the <laughs> <laughs> what do I want to say? Larry Fitzgerald, you guys. Where the Larry heck? Fitzgerald, yes. Let's talk about Larry where was he? He, he was nowhere was, until like... He had one reception with for like, 22 yards. With like six ESPN minutes left in the fourth. Yep. <laughs> so he failed to reach 1,000 yards in back-to-back seasons and obviously struggling a bit. Why do you think they didn't target him at all in this game? No, I don't think it was that. I think it was just the defense. It was just a matchup. You think that the, the yep, coverage uh, was too strong, and so yeah, I mean sometimes it just I it didn't just see him in there as much. Yeah, I just I didn't I, I didn't mean to catch up. Sorry. No. Yeah. I mean, it was surprising to me that he didn't even get his first pass thrown to him till the third quarter. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with him. He's not injured. Yeah, or, just, or maybe he is. And we, and don't we know. just don't know. And I, they're trying to hide it because sometimes those things happen. True. But yeah, I don't really think it was that. I think it's probably just a matchup. Yeah. It's just a matchup. Sometimes it's just the matchup. But in the same sense, it's like he got the first catch when it counted. When he yeah. when when they like were like it was a pivotal moment in the game. Exactly. Too. So yeah. it's like when he when they needed him to show up, he did, and that's you know, yeah, that's good when vets. Do Who that. led them in? Uh, uh, and receiving, Floyd, yeah. 119 yards, five Michael receptions. Floyd. Yeah, 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 Floyd was awesome. So, Both I mean, Floyds, Malcolm Floyd yeah. on the Chargers. Look, look this is what happens sometimes. This is what happens sometimes. Sometimes guys, you know, get into a groove with a receiver that you don't expect, and they just hit it off in the chemistry, and they just ride it out. Yep. And it's kind of like they just go with that. It's kind of like when, you know, sometimes you could have the starting back, and uh, the, the starting back is, you know, he's doing all right, and then the backup comes in, and just bust the game wide open, and then next thing you know, they just leave him in there because he's hot. Yeah. It's kind of like, Kaepernick. you know, yeah, it's kind of like basketball, and the guys is on fire, so you just keep feeding him the ball right. kind of thing. And I think that's just kind of what happened with that situation. So that's why Floyd was getting the ball a lot more. Well, yeah. I think and, too- and, and Fitzgerald was probably just like, yeah, throw it to him. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you guys got it going, just go. Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like there was a definite change in momentum after the half. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, after the half, the Chargers Which- came out, and they were just like, all right, we're going to play this game. I yeah. mean, unfortunately, it didn't work out for them to win the game. Um, there was a couple <laughs> sloppy things that happened. Yeah. Yeah. Miss, uh, missed opportunities. Missed opportunities. Missed opportunities. Missed snaps. Yep. I mean, I Dro- A lot of drop passes that yeah. I felt like should have been caught. I mean, caught, maybe. I should say. And again. <laughs> catched. And maybe oh. that, that is just like. First game jitters. I mean, I know you have preseason, but again, all these starters yeah, don't get this many stops. Yep. Yeah. I mean, snaps. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Look, well, you, okay. you know, it's preseason, and then it goes up a level in regular season, yep. and then playoffs is even more, like, aggressive and violent. <laughs> right. Like, on, and, and during the playoffs. at each level. Yeah, yeah. Well, there are. So, so, okay, we talked about it. The Chargers offense started off slow, came off, came out good in the second half. From what you saw tonight, do you think that offense can be a contender? I mean, we had uh, Keenan Allen and Malcolm Floyd, or the the wide receiver duo, um, didn't do a whole lot. Antonio Gates struggled. 
He had a couple. He, I think yeah, he, he and Rivers had the best connection. They said that's that that, But that's like his default go-to guy. Yeah, they've been, been together yeah. forever. Yeah, so. yeah, they're a good duo too. When we talk about duos, but I, I, I'm just thinking of, you know, Kaepernick in the NFC West. Yeah, in the NFC West, yeah, how are they? How are the Chargers' offense gonna? Match. I mean, obviously the Broncos are going to win that division. It's not even a question. Are they? Yes. I don't know, man. Their last game wasn't too. <laughs> yeah, it was. The Super Bowl game was Oh, horrible. the Super Bowl, but. I think the last game of last season. Well, they just they pummeled right the Colts. Okay. They really pummel. Did they pummel the Colts? They were in control the entire a- first half. Andrew Luck started to get a little bit on fire in the second half. It came back with, I'm not sure, if, I can't remember what was how the many. final score if of that game? If that game would have been one more quarter, the Colts would have won. You think so? I absolutely think so. Because, I mean, Peyton, once, you know, it's a complete side note, but I have to say it because it totally bugs me. Have you ever noticed that both the Manning brothers, when they take their helmets off, their heads are so red like yeah. no other? Well, I don't understand. Yeah, no other. Because they have huge <laughs> foreheads and heads, and the, the helmet's so tight on their anyway, head that it makes little red dots. And another Manning brothers thing, while we're talking about it real quick, did you guys see, if you out there watching, listening, have not seen the Manning brothers oh, rap on YouTube? The DirecTV commercial? They have like a million endorsement funny it's commercials. Kind of it's funny. It's very funny. And, and it's like, I would never pick, they both seem a little bit like tight, yeah. you know what I mean, yeah, little, to see them? A little stiff. Um, but anyway, yeah, I absolutely think that the Colts would have taken over. Because Peyton Manning, like, once he gets, like, pissed or over it, like, he was just, like, he couldn't get it together at the end. Yeah. And and Andrew Luck was like, I'm here. I, I like Andrew Luck I do, a lot. too. He started off very hesitant in that first quarter, and I was worried for him because I feel like he has a lot of talent. And yeah. I'm like, all right, come on. What are you doing? You can he's do the new Peyton. Well, I feel like he's. We talk about. Well, we did talk about when we did Hard Knocks. We talk about like the two different generations, quote unquote, of quarterbacks. You yeah. know, the mm-hmm. the the cerebral or the headstrong ones, and then the ones that run a lot. And I yeah. feel like Andrew Luck is one of those that kind of is in the middle. I agree. He has, but he can run if he needs to. But he's super cerebral. But he know, like I really feel like he's gonna be the quarterback to watch. Yeah, I think he's he's. Probably just just uh, nurturing that cerebral game because you know that's the long game you know for his career as a quarterback. Mm-hmm. He's not going to be running you know five years down the line from now. He's not going to be running the ball like that. Right. He's going to have to relax in that pocket. You know every quarterback runs when they absolutely have to, but right. that's not how you win win championships yep. by running all over the place as a quarterback. So the Chargers were leading going into was it? I'm going to sneeze. The third, the third quarter, um, and then the Cardinals came back and were blitzing the heck out of Philip Rivers and really putting. They figured it out. They figured it out. But during the offensive line was struggling to protect him. So what I want to know, because the next game the Chargers play is against the Seahawks. How do you think they're going to fare against the defense like that? Ah! They're going to get you know killed I mean? by the Seahawks. Yeah, the Seahawks yeah no, them. I know that. I know uh. that. It's it's. Not I, I'm a I'm a realistic fan. I love yeah. the Chargers, but I know the Seahawks are very good. Yeah, they're insane. The ma- there's no you know the Legion of Boom. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but but should the Chargers be concerned? Should oh yeah, they should be concerned. This offensive line, like you know, 
They're probably thinking about that game this week, yeah, <laughs> tonight. They're probably like thinking, like, oh, crap, we're going to be so tired against the freaking Seahawks. We can't even hang now. Yeah. I never thought I would see the day when people were afraid of the Seahawks. I know. As a kid growing up. It was and the new but, uniforms, man. It was the neon oh, green. Right. It was the neon green. The best uniforms in the league. They, they do have dope yeah. uniforms. Yeah, I they, love got, them. they got some pretty sweet uniforms. I got to give it to them. You look yeah. good, you feel good, you play good, baby. You guys are doing a great job. And yes, the Chargers are scared of you guys. You know why they have really good <laughs> uniforms? Because they're close to Nike. It's up there. Because Oregon, Oregon Ducks, oh, yeah. they always have the best uniform, yeah, they best do. helmets, because they like they're all right there. Yeah. So I'm they have sure like what? It's like, the Ducks have like 20 different uniforms. And they, no, they do not. They were the okay. first ones to do the matte yes. black. Do you know how many uniforms they have? Okay. My... It's really like apparently like 200 and something combinations okay. of uniforms. Yeah. So what because I was getting at. Because of the different at... shoes, the different pants, the different jerseys, and the different helmet. All the various combinations are like over two hundred and something different uniforms. It's like a statistic. It's crazy. Stupid. Yeah. Very. Anyway, it might be three hundred and something. Yes. <laughs> combinations of uniform, and they're all sweet too. Got to give yeah. it to them, and they win. So okay, let's close off that Cardinals Chargers game. It was sad for me. I wanted the Chargers to win, obviously, but. What are yes. your closing thoughts on that? You guys, what do you think about, like, what are your thoughts on that game, your takeaways from that game? Uh, I mean, you know, the Cardinals barely won the game, so it's not yeah. like they're lo- looking too stellar themselves. I mean, it was they were able to pull it out. Um, I'm really concerned about the Chargers for next week. I mean, I'm, they're obviously not favored, but, you know, they're going to take their lumps, and hopefully they can turn it into some wins um, for the rest of the season. The only thing they have going for them next weekend is that it's a home game. I don't think that's going to help. It helps a little bit. I would have mentioned mentioned that. I don't think that's going to help the Chargers. That 12th man is going to sit on the bench with the rest of the losers for that game. (laughs) Sorry, guys. I'm just saying. I mean, you know. You know, they may, you know, they, 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 they might, they might, they might surprise me and get a field goal and a touchdown. They might surprise me. Oh, man. I hope so. I'm in for it. We got Monday Night Football twice with the Jets. You guys are going to rip my team apart. Cannot wait. Well, they play, are they playing next week? No, next week we have the Colts and the Eagles. Yeah. The Colts and the Eagles. But wait, real quick. What I think about this game, the whole, the takeaway from this game is I I do really think it's a lot of the stamina, a lot of conditioning. I do think the Cardinals are actually going to get it together and have a pretty good season. They lo- there looks like there's a lot of potential there. Yeah. yeah. Um. I think Palmer. He's he's got it. I think he's going to have a good season. I really do. I agree. I think he he had a good game tonight. He showed that he is a more multi-dimensional quarterback. Yeah. Um, than in past years. So it, it really all. Like you guys said, there's a lot of potential, so we just have to wait and see what's going to happen with them. Um, but let's let's talk about our predictions for next week. for next week's game. And now your After Buzz TV predictions. So, like I said, we have the Eagles and the Colts next week. Thaddeus, who do you think is going to win and why? What what's what's your reasoning? Colts luck. That's so it? It's be all, they're going to win. It's, it's going to be all luck. Hmm. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> really? Yes, pun intended. Colts, luck. Steph? Colts, luck, Eagles, Sanchez. Wherever he goes, they're just doomed. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Okay. That is strong. That is strong. Come on. I'm a pain Jets fan. I'm totally kidding. But, no, I do think the Colts are going to win. <laughs> well, I'm going to no, flip. 
flip the switch, and I'm taking the Eagles. Really? My man, Shady McCoy, had a very disappointing first game, and I think he's going to bounce back and have a monster game for me and get me lots of fantasy points. Oh, gosh. That was a fantasy prediction? Well, no. It's a game prediction, too. I think that the Colts... We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, just for that that, uh, reason you gave us, you know, okay. So we'll see what happens, but I, I, I think I think uh, I think the coach is going to pull that one out. All right. In well, fact, in fact, I think they're going to. I think it's going to be a blowout. I think it's going to going to smash them. <laughs> <laughs> I, we could totally I be gonna, wrong. I think that's a bold prediction. I, I don't think, think they're, they're going to smash them. them. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll give them two touches. Stay tuned. I yes. can't wait to find out what's going to happen next week and see who's going to be right. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and. Stick around for Monday Night Football every week of the season. <laughs> she just turned into Count Dracula. <laughs> oh. And I forgot to say where you can find us. I'm at yeah, Tina Cap. <laughs> you can find me at I am Steph Z with an F. <laughs> and you can find me at Club Daddy is NGQJedi.com. Until next Monday. Woo! See you later, y'all. After buzzers. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.